Attack life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. So what made you come up with this concept? What made you think about this in the first place? Well, a lot of things. First of all, anybody listening to the show, I don't want you to just, even though I talk uh, in the opening here about a martial arts situation, I don't want you to think that that's really all it's about. It's just about us overthinking. It's about the times we live in, and it's about what I call the what-if factor. It can be good, and it can ruin our lives. It can just create us to freeze us in our steps, stop us from doing the things that we want to do if we just lead our lives with the what-ifs. And, um, I mean, it was brought to my attention a couple weeks ago. We were doing a lot of stand-up fighting, and we'll call it sparring or kumite, whatever you want to call it. And we had finished two or three sessions with it, and one of my students came up to me and said, can we just do a class on the what-ifs? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, the, the what if this happens, and, the, and what if that happens? And I said, well, first of all, you're overthinking. You know, one of the things we talk about in the martial arts is the more you think while you're doing, the more you're going to get hit. It's got to become your instincts. You've got to pull from your gut. you just got to react based on what you feel you need to do. You can't think about it. If you think about it, you're going to get hit. Are you going to be taken down? Are you going to be tapped out? It has to become natural, an instinct. I started walking away from this student, and I thought, wow, geez, that's uh, kind of a question of life right now. And what I'm dealing with, and I know everybody else is, Steve, is the what-if factor. So what this did, is it just brought to the attention of what a huge subject matter this is. And, you know, the what-if factor and the martial arts, I mean, I think one of the reasons I train in it is for the clarity of thought. You just feel like renewed. Your mind didn't really have a time to chatter. Um, you know, the what if thing can be good, but it also can destroy you, as I mentioned before. And when you're fighting, when you're moving and when you're grappling and ground fighting, if you're thinking too much, you're going to lose. And I believe it also carries over to life. And I think it also carries over to business. If you think too much in business, you're going to lose. If you focus too much on your competition, you're going to lose. In life, if you think too much about what if this happens or what if that person, what if I get divorced? What if my life, my wife leaves me? What if the, you're going to just freeze rather than just doing? And, you know, I sent you that article about overthinking, and I'd, I'd like you to just refer to that for a second. Yeah, the psychologist is saying that, yes, we need to think, and we need to think before we act. Everything begins with a thought, but yet you are not your thoughts. Uh, if you're not your thoughts, well, who are you? She is asked. And it says that, you know, we need to jump in that gap where our minds are quiet, not always thinking and second guessing and worrying and being terrified about the what ifs. And then with practice, she says that if we get to know those gaps and feel comfortable in that space between thoughts, and we get to be more intimate with, um, you know, our inner self, you can live with less fear and get rid of anxiety. The whole fight, flight, or freeze thing that's going on abundantly these days. It's really well, interesting. Again, yeah, it, it is interesting, but it, it just your inner self is what you put in you. And you know, it's what I said to him. I, I said to this young student, I said, look, it's your instincts. It's what you work on. All these things that we reviewed over the last couple sessions here, they're going to come out to the forefront when you need them. It's your reflexes, your instincts. Now, don't just take that from a physical karate point of view or martial arts point of view. It's what you eat. It's what you read. It's what you listen to. It's who you hang around with. It's everything that creates your inner self. That is your kind of like your savings account. 
And when you build up enough depth in that savings account, that's what you pull from when you need it. When you need to shell out the money, it's there. When you need to shell out the right thoughts, it's there. But if you pollute it, if you destroy it, if you're always in noise and confusion and you never feed it the right things, it's not going to grow and then it's not going to be there for you when you need it. It's just like a muscle. If you don't, if, if you don't knock out push-ups, pull-ups, if you don't work your cardio, when you ask it to be there to run, you're not going to be able to run or move. And so in overthinking, in all the fear of the what ifs, what it does, it freezes you and slows you down. Next thing you know, you don't have friends. You don't reach out. You become depressed and unhappy. Life is to be lived. And I'm not saying to live in danger. I'm not saying to jump out there and jump into the fire. I'm just saying focus on, like she said, that inner self and realize there's a strength there. And just like any outward or physical strength, the inward strength has to be worked on just as hard. But for me, I have a, I have a great faith, and I, I read Scripture every morning. I try to start out my day fresh. I try to have a good breakfast. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm tapped. I'm just like an empty battery. But then I restart it every day. And when people get in my face and the instincts need to come up, hopefully I'll do the always right thing. Does that make any sense, Steve? Makes a lot of sense. You mentioned fighting or if you were to be attacked, uh, you can't think about it. If you overthink it, you're going to get hit. You're going to get hurt. And whether you're a martial artist or just a lot of athletes, any athlete, any sport, we'll call that being in the zone, football, baseball, soccer, I don't care what it is. It's in the zone where you're just on autopilot because you've done it so many times and you've worked that muscle and you're comfortable in that gap where you're not thinking. And that's what the psychologist refers to. So just sort of being in the zone. Imagine, like you said, instead of being in danger or living in fear, living in the zone. But there's the happy balance where you can't just coast through all the time on autopilot. So like anything we say, there's the yin-yang balance is what it is. Just be aware of the time and the place and the proper response for that time and place. Well, yeah. I mean, if there's been a lot of in the last year or so, if there's been a lot of listening to the what ifs, um, you know, we've worn masks. We've kept the six foot distancing. We didn't shake hands for a heck of a long time. And, you know, I mean, we, we did. OK, well, what if we don't wear a mask? What if we don't do this? What if we don't? You know, there's always going to be a chance. And I think that for the most part, you know, the, the world and the nation and, and you know, everywhere I was, people were listening. And I think that we're in much better shape because of that. But I also think that circumstances and situations like this can scare the heck out of you and not recover that quickly when you should go back out and realize that life is to be lived and not lost. And that, you know, it's, it's okay, you know, that people still have to live. And you, like you said, stop fighting. You have to stop bickering and whining. And as the show says, we need to attack life, not others. And by attacking life, listen to your inner self. That's why I would like to explore this with you and with our listeners over the next two or three sessions where I would like to have uh, Jared Spencer, who we've had on before, who is an expert on this subject matter. He teaches athletes. He works in this overthinking thing all the time. I'd like to have him on, and I would like to have Chris Patinsky back on talking about the faith factor. As I mentioned in my life, if I didn't have a strong faith, 
my faith in my creator, my faith in my God, I don't know if I would have been able to get through the past year. To have faith gives me hope. And that hope pushes me past the what if factor and allows me to live. So, you, you know, what do you think, Steve? Shall we have a, a couple weeks, a couple sessions on the what if? Maybe it'll help some people break out and think themselves about how much it's either helped them or hurt them. Sounds good to me. And we'll wrap it up with this. You want to worry about what if this? What if that? Well, how about this? What if you were to do, and I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but the name of her show wasn't just pulled out of thin air. These four words have a lot of profoundness. If we do say so ourselves, attack life, not others. So what if you were to attack life, not others? The essence of this podcast, what we always strive for, is to realize that we all have an enemy that needs to be defeated. It is within us. Attack life, not others. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Creation, creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.